0: Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast. We hosts Davish Harmon and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Just Fans Podcast. as we come to y'all for another week. Uh, training camp is the next four weeks. Very excited for that. Um, let's talk about uh, – first, let's talk about Alex Lewis. Um, Alex Lewis uh, is defending gays, as we heard a lot of rumors about um, gays not being a good coach, such, so forth, and so forth. Um, Chris, is that a good thing that uh, the Jets players and also C.J. Mosley defended Gaze? Um, is that a good thing that these players defending the head coach?
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. Absolutely, it's it's a good thing that they defend their coach. You know, I mean, obviously the, the rumor or the word out on social media is that none of the players like uh, Adam Gase and, you know, Jamal Adams isn't getting along with him and if Gase isn't here, Adams would have no problem staying here. You know, I, I think all that is a little crazy, you know, and I think we talked about this before. Adam Gase really doesn't really deal with the defense. You know, I'm sure he, he talks to the players, yeah, but, I mean, that's about it. He doesn't interact with the play calling or the game planning for defense much. You know, that's all Greg Williams' thing, you know. He knows – Adam Gase knows the defense is in great hands with Greg Williams. So I think he knows, hey, you know what, I'm going to leave the defense to him, I'm sure – he talks to him a little bit about the game planning, but nothing major. And I, am sure they don't interact that much players, you know, with him and the players that much. I, I don't understand this whole thing with, with uh, Adams and, and Gates, you know, and even when we seen them last year, it seemed like they were getting along sometimes in practice and stuff like that. So to hear players sticking up for him. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see more players uh, come out and, in. in you know, in support of Adam Gase. Not that I'm a big Gase fan. Trust me, I'm not sticking up for him. <laughs> we, we talked about how bad of a play calling of a job he did last year. So, listen, I'm not defending him as a great coach or anything, but to say the players, you know, don't like him or something like that, I hate that rumor. I just hate the narrative that people are trying to throw around like that. You know, oh, he destroyed Miami. You know, uh, the players hated him there, and now this is happening here. I don't see that happening here just cause one guy is acting like, you know, a selfish baby that doesn't make, you know, and, and starting to throw rumors around about this. You know, I, I think that's a little crazy. Um, is he on the hot seat this year? Adam Gase? Absolutely. You know I mean? He's got to prove himself this year. You know, uh, the offense has to play better than it was last year. We know about the injuries. We know about Donald being out a few games. We know about the offensive line being the mess that it was last year. The injuries to the receivers, the tight end. We get all that. But you know what? Now he's got a team this year. Not that we're a playoff team or possibly a playoff team, but we're definitely a team that could that could win games. And they have to play better this year. Have to. If they don't, if the off especially the offense doesn't play well, yeah, then you know what? Gaze should be gone. But I think what's going on now is a little ridiculous.
2: I have a few questions because in my opinion um i think in and for most jets fans it's it's uh one of the things that kind of stick out every off season especially because the jets have been so bad for so long as the you know the, the indictment on the team on a whole every off season you know the Jets are bad. The Jets are bad. The Jets are bad. Okay. Yes, we know the Jets are bad. Fine. You know, the one, the, the, but that is the truth. We all could say that's the truth, that the Jets have been bad. But when a team is bad, there is always a few positive things about the team, right? Um, when people point out positive things about the, you know, about the team, you know, that, that's like a, the rarest thing you would ever hear. And for the most part, the only people that say positive things about the Jets is mostly, you know, people that are either one or, one or two beat writers that have been around for a long time or friends of the, of the organization, I would say, quote, unquote, friends of the organization. So people would call them homers and all that stuff. There's a lot of positivity coming out of the Jets that people are not talking about. You know, The way the Jets started the season, there's no way in hell anybody thought they would win that many games. Stop with the, oh, it was against weak teams because uh, the Cowboys, they beat the Cowboys. Nobody saw that coming. They beat the Raiders. Nobody saw that coming. Yes, they lost to horrible teams like Cincinnati and the Dolphins. But they rallied a lot after lose after losing horrible games they also came back to win pretty good games um does that re- reflect positively on on their head coach i mean if it wasn't adam gates who the media has picked as their whipping boy you know it would if it wasn't him then somebody would have pointed that out yet but no, i haven't heard anybody say that um I, I, again, like Chris said, I'm not the biggest fan of Adam Gase. I think he has a lot of growing up to do as a coach, but that's a, that's being a, being critical of Adam Gase. Like, like what I just said is fact, you know, throwing him out to the, the wolves is ridiculous. If he can't do the job here after this season, then fine. You know, then you could throw him out however you want, you know, but Blaming him for what's going on with Adams is like the fullest thing from the truth, because the, the, basically the kind of growth of this whole Adams uh, uh scenario is basically you could just see he's just unhappy with the fact that he wasn't get paid. He wasn't paid or wasn't paid on time or, or whatever. And he did not like the fact or what, he did not like the fact that the, of the way the front office handled it, you know. And it evolved into him basically trying his hand at exploding everything like AB did just so he could get traded. What does that have to do with, um, with uh, Adam Gase? It has nothing to do with Adam Gase. This is something that has to do with the organization itself and Jamal Adams has nothing to do with Adam Gase. People, I mean, I understand it's slow and everybody um, needs a story. But I don't think I saw concrete evidence of this team flaking on Adam Gase. Because if he was such a bad coach, I don't think the team would be rallying that much for him the way they did a lot of times last year. So, this whole thing, in my opinion, is crap. I think what Alex Lewis said is awesome. You know, it gives you a kind of an insight on exactly what's going on in the locker room. And Alex Lewis wasn't the only one that said anything. Um, uh, CJ Mosley, who doesn't say anything, actually tweeted out an, a, in response to somebody saying something about, I mean, the same, I think it was either the same comment or somebody saying something negatively about gays or whatever. He basically answered on, on, he tweeted out or whatever it was, um, minus 1,000%. You know, basically saying that this, there's nothing further from the truth than saying that Adam Gaze has anything to do with any of this stuff that's going on. There's a lot of things, like I said, that's bad about Adam Gates, And we could have this conversation, but I doubt, highly doubt that Adam Gates has anything to do like Chris pointed out with, 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 with Jamal Adams, because I think if there's any, if there would be any issue, it would be either with the, the DB coach or the defensive coach on um, um, Greg Williams, because Adam Gates made sure that Greg Williams took full ownership of the defensive room. And he, almost, he sits, he says that he's involved just enough to understand the team and how they, how they work. But he's not hands on. That's Greg's job. His job is on offense. You know? So so I you know, I mean, again, it's just it's just low hanging fruit fruit. You know, people take shots at the Jets every off season and we as fans, we should know that.
0: Uh I think I think regardless, I still still see Adams. Um well I don't see him getting traded. Maybe not as of right now, but We'll see how it plays out this season. But Adams will be playing in a Jets uniform this season. Um, so, other than that... Did you I say think will you or won't? Will. Okay. Listen, I well. and guys,
2: and guys, um, there's no other prognosticator I would take his word for other than Davin because Davin, in the last couple of years, have been on the money every time he says this stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know I said yeah, I, I know I was <laughs> right. talking about
0: him getting traded, but... At this scenario, it's, it's too uh, weirded out with the virus. We don't know how many fans are playing. I meant fans are coming to the games. We we don't know a lot of stuff until the season actually starts. So until then, um, I think Jamal Adams just want to play football, which is a good thing. So uh, even if he don't get what he wants, he will he will be playing with the Jets. And that's, that's the way how I'm seeing it this season so far, as I know. Um Let's let's since we talked about both topics, we don't even need to talk about too much about JD and Gates wanting him to be there because Sharman knelt that in the head. Let's let's talk about uh Cam Newton, uh, our, our arch rivalry, uh, New England Patriots signed Cam Newton, uh, 7.5 million, uh, up to 7.5 million. Um, Sharman, what, what do you see from Cam Newton that 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 he could fit for uh Bill Belichick?
2: I mean, I know how easy it is to point out the fact that Cam Newton is, you know, the flamboyant type guy and he dresses oddly and all this stuff. I just, again, this is the stuff that the media basically pays attention to. What you don't pay attention to is he's, he actually plays pretty good football when he can. I mean, he's not the best quarterback, especially he's not the best at throwing the ball. You know, he had really one really great season. And he's had uh, uh, really good runs at being pretty accurate, but um, I'd say him being injured probably played a part into in in uh, his numbers kind of falling apart last year. Uh, last was it last year or the last time the last set of games he played? Uh, but I I think that um, the kind of offense that the Patriots run kind of fits what he does. Um, you have to understand the, the threat of a player like Cam Newton and what he does, you know, with his legs and what he could do with his legs. Um, that's a threat. When you have an offense where, um, where you, you know, you're dinking and dunking basically, but you have to be really accurate at it, you know, to get more, you know, after the catch stuff. I know, I know the numbers show that Cam Newton is not very accurate and 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 short throws. I understand that. What I'm saying is, in my opinion, with his with the threat of him being able to run every time, it gives him a little bit more space than normal within that offense to get the ball to the receivers in shallow areas. And in, in my opinion. So I think he fits that offense pretty well. I think he's gonna cause a lot of problems to a lot of defenses trying to answer uh, what the what the Patriots do pretty well on offense. So um, I think that I think that was a again another Patriots move. You know where you know you shake your head. and You're like, oh, not again. The Patriots did something really good. I think people are kind of I I think people are kind of selling it. You know they're like, oh, you know it's just a kind of a, a you know a big move just to try to save the season. Listen to me. I'm, I'm not going to say he's going to start because I don't know how healthy he is. Um, there's still news out there that says that the Patriots are totally in love with Statham. I mean, I, going through Statham's college career, I don't know <laughs> why you would be in love with him again, but I'm not Bill Belichick. So um, I still think that Cam is going to play a pretty big part in what the Patriots do this season
1: yeah i I agree I, I don't think they signed him for him to be the backup. Um, like you said, it, it depends on how healthy he is right now, how healthy he's going to be in September or by September. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely see him starting um, as much as they love Stidham, like you said, and they obviously do because that's all we keep hearing about um, i i don't I don't see them sitting you know signing Ken Newton for him just to be the backup. You know, they did sign him. I think you, you don't sign a former MVP and still a very good quarterback. I mean, I know the last two years he's been injured. He's had the injury issues. But, I mean, this guy is still very a very good quarterback. So, um, And Belichick wants to win. And I would think he wants to prove that he could win without Brady as well because Brady wants to prove he, want, he could win without uh, Belichick over in Tampa Bay. So I think it's going to go both ways in that situation. But, uh, you know, talking about does he fit, uh, you know what, Belichick will make him fit. You know, he'll, he'll work the offense around him and, and make, him, make him fit because they didn't sign him for nothing, you know. Um, so we'll see. But I, I definitely see him starting. And depending on his health is going to be how quickly he starts. If he's healthy and he looks good during the preseason and practice, As much as he possibly can then i think he starts week one you know so i think this is a a good move you know without him you know you would have to say buffalo was the favorite to win this division but now with cam newton i I think you put you know i think you put new england as the favorite or at least the co-favorites with buffalo now with stidham you just didn't know i mean there was a there, there was just nothing there to say oh yeah he's going to be good this year because we 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 don't we haven't seen that yet so um now i think that's that's how much it changes you know you add cam newton to this team and now they're the favorites to win the division so should be interesting i
2: I don't know if i'd go that far because i still think i still think they've they have uh
0: massive issues at weapons
2: (laughs) they have i mean that offensive line is going to be is the offensive line is pretty good i think that's the part the part of the two parts of that team that's solid and 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 you know not solid but basically elite as defensively in the DB room and um, the offensive line. Uh, I think they lost certain things on their front seven. I don't know if they're going to be able to replace you know, but I think I think I think they're still going to be a threat. You know, it's a it's a Bill Belichick coach team, so I don't think they're going to go away be. Winning four or five games I don't I You know I don't think that's going to happen But I don't think They're going to still be You know The cream of the crop In the AFC uh, So that, That's my opinion anyway
0: uh, maybe, maybe they sign Cam To maybe give the young The young guys Some fire in them Um, It should be a battle For preseason uh, Even though preseason Is probably going to be Two games But uh, We'll see what happens We'll just see what happens More than likely I'm not going to sit here And and say this or that. Um, I know Patriot fans going crazy. Patriots, Super Bowl 2021, come on, man. This is, that, that's too much.
1: That's here's, too here's, fucking much. You know what? Here, here's the interesting thing, too. Let's say, like you said, was he there to put a little pressure on, on Stidham? But let's say Stidham does win the, you know, the quote-unquote quarterback battle during, during the preseason, and he starts week one. You know, how right, is Cam think, Newton, Newton going to handle that?
0: I don't think yeah. he'll be mad, but I think it'll be—I think it'll be a week by week basis with the kid. Like think, like think about it. If he loses the first two games, then 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 if, if he don't if he underperforms, then Belichick gonna be like, okay, that's it for you. Let's go with Cam Newton. I think this is why Cam signed. Like this is this is a a very good opportunity for Cam to be with an actual coach that you know, even though Ron Rivera is a good coach, I'm not I'm not knocking him, but this is a Super Bowl winning coach, you know? So hopefully it will help Cam out. And if and if Cam don't win the starting position, I think it's a week-by-week week basis depending on what I think, the kid does.
2: I, I think one of the things I, I, I should have kind of mentioned is the fact that um, the Patriots have one of the best offensive coaches in the league, Offen- offensive coordinators in the league. And people don't talk about him too much um, because, he's, because he has done some kind of crazy stuff like what he did to the Colts couple years ago but um but think about the quarterbacks that he's coached and won a bunch of games with you know uh and what where's where's matt castle matt castle won 11 games in this league where's matt castle you know uh what's this kid uh jacoby Brissett? he made jacoby Brissett look unbeatable you know at times in new england you know uh so that, that offense, to me, I, I always say the way they play on, on offense is, you know, it, it's, 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 it's like pl- almost like plug and play. And the kind of players that they get to run this offense, it's almost like you come in and then you just kind of fit in, you know. So I don't, I, I, I'm not going to be, you know, saying, I'm not going to go out there saying that, like I said, I don't think they're going to fall flat on their faces at all. Uh, you know, if if Stidham wins that job, I would be very surprised if he fails because they do not fail, especially on offense. You've never seen that offense basically fail. So I mean, we, I mean, other than last year, <laughs> other than last year, I mean, you know, I, and and that you could probably say that Brady was on his way out, and he, you know, he was kind of beefy, beefing with the organization probably that's was the reason but uh i mean th- it, 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 this is fun this is going to be a fun thing because for as i especially as a jets fan this is the first time really in a while that they've been so vulnerable so it'll be fun to see what happens next hey you know
1: what they won how many games without brady that one year that he got hurt with uh, 11, 11 games yeah with what's his name 11, who was the quarterback
0: mac castle wasn't,
1: Castle, that was not
2: right. Castle?
1: Yeah, that was Castle. Yeah, they won 11 yeah. games with that guy. So yeah. I, I could see them doing the same thing this year. I mean, they they, <laughs> did win. they did win what, 11
0: games last year with Brady? Uh, I think 11 or 12. Right. It was one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I
2: think it was 11 games too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, it's
1: it's still basically the same team. It's not that much of a difference. So um, I, I could see them winning 10, 11 but games. But they
0: definitely shouldn't be a Super Bowl favorite.
1: No, no, but I could see them winning the division. I didn't say anything about winning the Super Bowl.
0: no, I, I but know, but I'm just saying that's the major difference from last year. Yeah. They kind of was a Super Bowl right. favorite. They won
1: twelve games last year with a yeah, limited I know it was about twelve.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. that,
2: that defense was balling out of control for a yeah. uh, huge part of the season. Oh yeah.
0: Pursuit. but also since we talking about cam newton let's talk about Richard Sherman and his comments uh he's saying that uh these subpar quarterbacks is averaging fifteen to 16 million dollars per year but quarterbacks like cam Newton is averaging seven point five eight million dollars is 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 um what Sherman says true I uh,
1: you know what I, I I understand what he's saying but I think with cam it's a different situation because it took a while for them to do a physical on this guy because of the whole COVID thing. And I think if things were normal this year and Cam could have took a physical earlier on and proved, listen, I'm healthy, or this is, I'll be healthy come, you know, July, I think it would be a little different with his contract. And I think a team like the Colts maybe would have took a shot with him. Why the Chargers still have not looked at him is beyond me. But I, I don't understand that. I, you know, I don't understand that. But anyway, um, so that's why I think his contract is not, you know, he didn't get the great contract because he had that, the injury issue early on. Is he healthy? When is he going to be healthy? All that stuff. Um, the thing with Winston, I mean, you could debate that too because look what he did last year. Yeah, he threw for 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, but he also turned the ball over 30 times, and he also had, what, seven pick sixes? So, yeah, he did start. He did have decent numbers, but he also turned the ball over, you know, 30 times. And so, you know, do you want to put that guy as your starting quarterback? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he showed enough uh, to, to, you know, to give this guy $20, $25 million a year to be your starter. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sign him if I'm a team. You know, I would take my chances with, with Cam Newton you know because he's proven you know the guy's won an MVP so he's and he's gotten to the super bowl so he's definitely done enough to prove to me that you know he deserves the money so i just think with cam Newton it was more of a timing was was bad you know because of everything going on and you know if he, if he has a good year this year you know he'll probably cash in next year so we'll see
2: and 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 there there there's some there's so many un, um, layers to this um that that just peeling back one of them is kind of unfair to the whole conversation. Uh, what Richard Sherman says is kind of true. You know, um, being able to bring in a, a veteran like Cam Newton, you know, would cost you, if he was healthy, a lot of money. You understand me? Being able to bring in a talent like that and get him for as, the least amount of money you can this is what organizations live for. You know, they live for not paying people the least amount of money. They got to pay to get the most. I mean, this is what you do as a business, right? You try to do the most you can without spending the, you know, spending the most money, right. You know, spending the least money and do the most, you know, this is what they do. And, and, and unfortunately with them, all these young kids, you know, that they're spending the money on the, you know, the kid is healthy, you know, he could be a backup or he could, you know, he could start for you a few games. You don't have to question that, you know, that makes sense. You know, Cam, Cam Newton is unfortunately has had his issues, has had issues with, with injury. He's been in the league for a long time, you know, and, and, you know, we, we could count the amount of rushing yards he's had, you know, the kind of wear and tear that he's had, you know, you have so many arguments against the fact that I'm as an organization, I'm going to sign you. What are you going to be able to give me? You know, you probably give me seven games of elite quarterback play, but then the rest, the rest of the games, what am I going to do? Am I going to pay you $20 million for seven games? That's the question, you know, and, and th- this is why I disagree with, with what uh, Richard Sherman's saying. You know, I think it's a layered issue. I think it, there's multiple things going on there. I don't, I don't think it's just about you know unfair you know practices by the league. I just, I just think, I just think that I like Chris said. Part of what Chris said is also true. I think that also kind of contributed to why the money turned out the way it is. And with the Jameis Winston thing, like Chris said, said. Um, I mean, with the kind of tape he put out there last year, fresh in everybody's mind, why in the hell would you pay this dude any kind of amount of uh, ridiculous sum of money? You know, it's not only just the interceptions. Throwing interceptions is not really an issue. But if you're throwing seven, eight, nine, ten, pick sixes, you're losing the game. It's not You're not just throwing interceptions. You're basically giving the game away and, and giving the game away that many times the way he did it. And you know, that it's almost like (laughs) you threw caution to the wind. There was games I was watching. Like he stopped reading the field. He stopped trying to try to decipher the defense, just chuck the ball up in the air. You know, do I all of a sudden like, you know, pay you a bunch of money because of the potential of you all of a sudden, uh, putting that behind you—that's not something that will disappear out of you know thin into thin air. So, you know, I totally disagree with Richard Sherman.
0: Here. Um, y'all yeah, both had great takes on that. Um, I don't have I don't have no worries for this situation, but I hope in the near future we'll see we'll see how that goes. But I agree with both of y'all. Um, let's move on to cabinet Sherman. Uh, other than we hearing about Kaepernick getting a six-part series on Netflix. He's drawing interest from NFL teams. So um, do you see Kaepernick playing again? And if so, which team do you think would, would fit best for him?
2: I'm probably one of the only people that think that Kaepernick will not be playing football anytime soon.
0: Oh, and I agree with you.
2: The reason why I would say that is because I don't think he wants to play football anymore. Um, even, and even if he wants to play football right now, I would ask the question, what are the motivations of the teams that, is, that, want, to play, that want to play him? You know, because uh, like we were just pointing out, there's a bunch of kids hanging around that are par to subpar talent that have been playing football for the last couple of years. This guy hasn't played football in three years. You know, what does it, what would it take? What, why would you sign a guy that hasn't played football in three years, you know, that, that's like, you don't know what he's going to be able to do, you know, you really don't, you know, being football, being able to play football is not something that you just, you know, you just wake up one morning and you go and you go play pro football, even if you used to do it three years ago, you know, you become a civilian again, unfortunately, and you need to work your way back into becoming a football player, NFL football player not just a regular football player and i don't think this guy is anywhere close to that you know now if if a team gives him a shot to be as a body on on practice squad or something you know okay but will he be okay with doing that you know i don't know i mean to me in my opinion i don't think he's really he's really into that i think i think he's basically just using his platform to do what the best he can for the, you know, for the things that he believes in, you know? So I, I, in my opinion, I don't think the interest is valid. In my opinion, I think it's just hot air because I think when they needed to, they should have, and they had the chances to do it. And they never did it. All of a sudden, three years later, everybody is hot for Kaepernick. For what? (laughs) He hasn't played football in three years. Why? Why now? You know, other than the fact that this whole thing is coming up, you know, and then everybody's scrutinizing every NFL team. I don't understand, you know, I really don't understand all of a sudden everybody has a love affair for him or wanting to give him a shot.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I totally, and we, we talked about him before, you know, like the last three years. The guy's done nothing. You know, if you really still want to play football, you would have found a way to get on the field somewhere. Maybe not in the NFL, but you could have went to the CFL to prove yourself up there without a doubt. And he didn't even try for the XFL when it was around and the other AFL, whatever the hell the other one was called. um, He didn't even try out for them either. You would think a guy that wants to get back into football and loves playing the game would have gotten back on the field in that way just to prove himself to other teams like, Hey, you know what? I'm still good. I'm still this. I'm still that. And to stay in football shape. I'm sure the guy's in, you know, perfect physical shape, but that doesn't mean he's ready to play football, like you said. You know, you can't just, after three years, and say, okay, I'm ready to play again. No, that's, that's not how it goes, you know, especially for a quarterback who relies on reading defenses and timing and, and all that. It's uh, – no way is this guy going to be able to do it. Is a team going to maybe sign him and maybe to bring him in for a tryout? That's a possibility. I could see that because so many people, like you said, has this love affair with him now, and with all the with all the the other thing that's going on, yeah, they might bring him in just for the just for the you know the the positive that's going to come out of just bringing him in to give him a shot, you know, and and imagine if the guy makes the team as a backup, you know, now you're going to start selling jerseys. We've seen how much his his uh, the 49er jersey started selling after you know, the whole taking a knee thing happened. So I could see that happening now just to sell jerseys, you know, as stupid as that sounds, but you know what, in this year when a team where every team is going to lose money because they're not going to have fans and who knows if they're going to have a game, um, a season, I should say, you know what, if they sign this guy and if he shows enough to be a backup, a third string guy, that'll be enough just to sell jerseys. So I think from that end, from a business side, it might be good to sign him. I'm not saying I want to just sign him or anything like that, but but you you guys understand what I'm saying here. And yeah. especially now too, the the rosters are going to be extended, the um the what do you call it, the practice squad is going to be extended too. So, they could sign him and put him on the practice squad just to sell jerseys. As dumb as that sounds. I don't know if they would use a spot for that, but We've seen crazier things happen in this league where a guy is signed for this or that. I mean, look what the Mets are doing in baseball. They're signing Tim Tebow, and they're doing it just to sell jerseys. I mean, a guy's not making the majors, but you know what? They're selling a bunch of jerseys, so they're making money. So I could definitely see this happening with Kaepernick. I don't well, know who Mets, would follow the Mets. I don't know no, who no,
2: would follow no, the, the
0: Mets' good... business. No, uh, yeah, the mass <laughs> release to the, the mass release Tim Tebow for what I know. Tim Tebow's oh, not they did? no more. Oh, they yeah. Did. Oh, uh, for okay. yeah, but um, uh, short, sure, really, really quickly. Um, I don't see Kaepernick playing because of the endorsements he already has. Nike, um, now Netflix, um, and whichever else and he has a He's, job, he has money. I'm um,
2: Devin Not to cut you off, I think somebody hired him to be some kind of in some kind of capacity. In their in their front office, some kind of business. I can't remember what the business was, but some kind of online something. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's not a spokesman. It's like a. I can't remember what it is, man. Off the top of my head, I can't remember, but I know for sure that he has some kind of position, either on the board of a company or or as a member of some (laughs) kind of. uh, I don't know. Well, but he does whatever have a position it is, at some position. Yes, right. On an whatever it is, some
0: he 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 has money already, and he really doesn't need the NFL money. I mean, right. he did what he had to do, and he's and he showed and and he wanted to do things his way. That's that's where he's taking it as now. It's either my way or it's going to be no way at all. And we saw it from the workout when he when, when the thirty-one teams came, and he said, "No, we gonna, No, I I want to do this my way at last hour." So. Right. I, I just don't see Kaepernick playing no more. He already has. He has money. we going to see the Netflix uh, six-part series, and <laughs> he's still making endorsement from Nike, so he, I, he, don't, he don't really needs the money anymore. That's another thing.
1: How in the world are they going to come up with a six-part series on this guy? They did hmm. a 10-part series on Michael Jordan, but, but, I mean, look what this guy's accomplished in his career. I mean, this guy's had a long career arguably the greatest player of all time in basketball, and now this guy's going to get a six-part series? I mean, how are they going to stretch?
0: <laughs> well, That's apparently it's going it. to make a lot of money because you know yeah, a lot of people are going to watch it regardless. Absolutely. So That's Netflix cool. is smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's move along to Chris Jones. Uh, Chris, Chris Jones uh, said that, if he doesn't sign an extension soon or believes that he can't get an extension, that he'll he'll do the Le'Veon Bell route and won't play for the season. Um, How could that play out, Chris? Uh, You know what? I guess it worked
1: out for Bell, right? I mean, he cashed in afterwards, and that's what, you know, Jones is thinking of doing, too. Um, I don't know. Looking for a big extension, like – Jamal Adams as well. I mean, don't they see what's going on in the world? And they not just in the world, but also in their own league. I mean, there's so much uncertainty going into this season. Are they going to play? Are they going to be fans? Next year, the salary cap might drop, you know? So teams don't know what they can spend going into next year. I mean, so financially – you know, teams, they just can't sign guys. I mean, I guess they can, but you know what? If you don't know what your salary cap is going to be next year, and it's obviously going to be either the same or less than what it is. It's not going to go higher, obviously. So it just doesn't I, – I, I don't get their mindset on what they're doing. If it was a regular season and none of this COVID stuff was happening and the salary cap would be fine next year, you know what? I get it. But I just don't get it in this situation. And you know what? It's probably going to work out for the guy because he's a good edge rusher, blah 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 blah, just like Jamal Adams. But <laughs> you know what? To me, if I'm the team, you know what? I'm gonna. The Jets could win, could go seven and nine without Jamal Adams. And you know what? Can the Chiefs win without Chris Jones? Yeah, I think so. So they'll they'll figure it out. And uh, if he sits out and he and he gets his contract next year, then you know what? God bless him, good fan but. If I'm the team,
2: let, let him do what he wants. Yeah, I uh, man I I I hate slandering players because, you know, I'm 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 I, I do this for fun. You know, I, I don't spend as much time watching film as my friend Joe Blewett does or or look at numbers as much as Michael Nania does or Jet Sex Factor. I don't know. But when, but as a fan, you know, I watch enough to want to see certain players and what they do, and and Chris Jones is is a good edge rusher. He's actually dynamic as an edge rusher. If that's all his job was, then okay, fine. But uh, I think he is an kind of an issue as a run, as a, in run support. You know, I think I think he, I think he, um, he struggled last year in long stints as, as understanding what his job was in in that in the defense he was playing, and that kind of you know you could make the the you know you could kind of make the excuse that that was a new defense for him and whatever, but I don't think he was ever a really good run stopper in the first place. So you. are coming and asking for a bunch of money. Now I could just argue that, Hey man, I love you as a pass rusher, but you know, I I need more from you, you know? So unless you give me more, I can't give you more. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? I just, I'm saying this to say this at the end of the day, like Chris said, I'm agreeing with Chris here, you know, that I think the teams are taking are being very cautious in the way they spend money and and there's all these guys with like uh like cooks from Vikings and now Jones from Chiefs and Adams from the jets chill wait man you know it's not like the money's gonna disappear you know nobody knows what's gonna happen you know um i think I think waiting and being patient I think that's you know i think I think that's the name of the game right now you know, this is not some kind of made up fantasy, you know, problem. I think this is a problem that, that we're all dealing with and we don't even know what's gonna what it's gonna be like in the next couple months. So I um I totally disagree with the way they're going about it. Um not that it's my money, I really don't care, but I if it was me, I would handle it differently. I think uh I think Jones is good enough of a player that I think they, the Chiefs will take care of him. I don't think he needs to uh, hold out and make all these proclamations about he's not paying or until he gets paid and all this crap. Uh, so that's my feeling.
0: Yeah, no, no words for me on that one. So let's move along. Mm-hmm. Um, NFL, uh, the season ticket holders, um, most most teams allowing six season ticket holders to skip this year until next year, and then also we got um, some 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 teams considering only game day travel uh so I mean, what does that mean for for uh NFL teams in this case in both cases?
2: uh you mean uh for game day traveling um that you know that will only work for short for short travel, right? So if New York is traveling to Pittsburgh, that works. But if New York is traveling to Colorado, uh, to Denver, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that will work there. I, I mean, um, I think we've spoken uh, multiple times about the adjustments that the, league's, the league is trying to make uh, about the season. I think this is just another Try trying ev- evolution of ideas that they're trying to come up with to make the season possible. I think these things are, it's, it's basically still moving. I think, I think, um, I think you will hear these ideas pop up here and there, but I don't think it's a finished thing. I don't think it's going to be something that they write in, you know, write in ink. I think that's going to be written in pencil for now. I think, on you know, I think they're going to be monitoring how a lot of the other leagues handle like baseball and basketball handle their stuff. And they're going to go off of that because they have the time. Uh, so they, in my opinion, I think the NFL is, you know, they're just doing their due diligence, making sure that they're basically ev- evolving day by day and putting out ideas and trying to figure out the best way to handle this season because this is unprecedented stuff and the best way to handle it is to be as innovative as possible so there's going to be a lot of out there stuff that we <laughs> that we some will would probably question you know that kinda sounds weird uh because we've never had to deal with these set of circumstances so um yeah i think that's that's my opinion on the whole situation
1: yeah i think the one thing that's good is that the teams are letting the the season ticket holders skip this year because there's so much uncertainty, you know, about having fans, not having fans. So that actually makes, you know, a lot of sense. And move on, you know, as part of the the team sides. But the travel, like you said, that makes no sense for any, you know, long traveling. I mean, how can they travel? So what are they going to travel? Like eight o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning? To get out to the West Coast, and then you know, with the time difference, yeah, you could do it. But, I, uh, you know, you're still talking like a five hour flight, you know, from coast hmm. to coast, and and the the Jets got to make what two or two or three uh, trips out there this year. A so. of them. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it makes no sense. Um, I, I guess the only way you can make these work is if you travel in the morning and then you push the start times to. You know, like a seven or eight o'clock start, but I mean, how many Sunday night games are you gonna have, right? Mm -hmm. You can only you could really only have one or two, I guess. But if you want to make this work, I guess you can in that way push all the games later on in the day. You know, maybe there's no one o'clock games and there's only four and eight o'clock games, depending on how much you traveled. Uh, You know, that's the only way I could see it possibly working. But you could see, I mean, after it was announced. You know, not announced, but after they were thinking about it, that report came out. A lot of the, the players were like, "There's no way this is going to work." You know, there's going to a lot of a lot of guys are going to be on the the uh, injured list and all this kind of stuff from it. So I, I don't know. I I think uh, before the league says, "Oh, let's gonna let's try this," I'm sure they have to pass it through the uh, the players union first to say, "How do you guys uh, like this idea?" Um, there you go. You know, it's good to think outside the box. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think this whole this whole year is thinking outside the box in everybody's business, not just football, but you know, even the local businesses have to think outside the box now. Um, so I, I get it, but you know, um, let's be realistic. I don't know if they could do like a coast to coast one for sure. So, but we'll see. I'm sure they'll they'll figure something out.
0: Yeah, at least they're trying to do something, uh, trying, I guess, due to COVID and not just COVID, um, trying to find ways to give us a football season. So, um, I feel like we're going to be hearing a lot more stuff now that the season's coming closer. Um, we got, well, we we don't have too much time, so let's do, uh, let's do one division and then next week, hopefully, we could do the rest of the uh, divisions. Um, let's do the a- NFC East. Uh, Improved or not uh, First we have the Washington Redskins Chris Not uh, me um,
1: They got um, You know They're still in a rebuilding process So they're still a couple of years away They're in a tough division to begin with So they're probably Still a fourth place team So I'm not going to say they did much Better but they definitely didn't do worse I can't see them being worse than three and 13 they were last year. So, um, you know, they got a good coach. They got Ron Rivera. I think that's going to help them out player wise. You know, did they get much better? I don't know, but they're either, you know, (laughs) neutral or a little bit better, but they're they're definitely not worse, but I'll stay with neutral because they're they're just going through a a rebuild.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, the, um, the, the Redskins is, uh, uh, they the, the pass rusher Chase Young did, that they got in the draft is going to be a problem. Uh, that defensive line is already a problem, but now it, now with Chase Young, it frees the Alabama boys inside <laughs> to be a problem. I mean, they have so in that front seven, they have so much talent, man. You know, uh um, they have the sweat kid they 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 as um they drafted last year now they have young um um i think that my only issue is the fact that they really didn't address an issue that they had was their secondary that they didn't do enough to kind of bolster the secondary um i st- i believe in um ron rivera i think i believe in their their young qb i think he's promising i know everybody wants to give up on him already because he didn't perform as well as Daniel Jones or whatever, but I think the kid is gonna be uh, uh, gonna uh, be pretty good. I love their young wide receiver too. They have more talent than people think. So, um, I I um I will say they're slightly better.
0: Uh, I'll I'll go with Chris's uh, neutral or slightly better. Um, y'all, y'all both nailed the, nailed it in the head, so I don't need to say so much. Um, the next team we have are the New York Giants. So Sharman, go right ahead. Uh the
2: Giants, man. Um yeah, they're better. They're they're definitely better. Um for me, if you would if you would say the major issue that they had was their offensive line, you know, and and their offensive line for me, they they offensive line is definitely better. Um, you know, a- Andrew Thomas is 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 the pick. I don't think a lot of people saw that pick coming uh, because they were everybody was <laughs> every people thought that Gettleman would do a would whiff again or make a kind of a controversial pick like he did last year. That was a pretty solid pick with Andrew Thomas. Uh, that that definitely um, helps bolster an offensive line that had issues last year. I, I really like what they did there. Um uh I I like the uh, I think it was Blake Martinez, you know, they the linebacker that they that they added, uh, because they, they had linebacker issues. They actually cut their linebackers and then they replaced them with younger, more athletic talent. So that's a that's a plus there with them too. And uh and they signed uh the former cowboy um uh um. Who, who did they? Who? Who signed?
0: Who? It was. I'm sorry, man. Panther uh, captain. Uh, right.
2: Right. The, the you know former Panther about. corner. Yes, My bad. The corner they. Yeah. Uh, Bradbury. Right. Bradbury. Right. Thank you, Chris. Um. So they 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 also adjusted um adjusted that um on um um their DB. So they did they did pretty well. Almost everywhere they had issues. They kind of plugged in younger, more athletic, faster players. So they. To me, they're going to be more. Um, they're going to be more of an issue. They're going to be a better team overall, in my opinion, especially with the offensive line.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think they're going to be a little bit better um, offensively. They're going to be. I think they're going to be a very good offensive team as long as everybody stays healthy, and if the offensive line does get better, and gives Jones a little bit more time. Because he, he showed enough last year that I think he's going to get better as well. Um, so, I think offensively, they're going to be better. Defensively, they should be better than last year. Um, I don't think they're there yet. Um, they're probably still the third best team in the division. Um, I don't think they're ready to take over Philly or Dallas yet. So, um, But they they should be better than, I think, 4-12 and 12 they were last year. So, they – I, I could see them winning a couple more games. So I'll mm. definitely say better.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um they definitely got better. They had a they had a good free agency and a good draft. So they definitely gotten better. Uh the only thing they could do was just hopefully go from better from to there. So shout out to Gettleman. Uh the Cow to Chris, Cowboys. Cowboys
1: I, I definitely think they got better offensively. Uh with the draft you know, picking up um, C.D. Lamb. Uh, so I definitely see them being better offensively. And, you know, Prescott's going to want to have a big year again because of, you know, he wants a nice uh, extension next year or even another franchise tag year will make a lot more money. So I, I the offense is going to be there, no doubt. I mean, everybody stays healthy. That's one of the better offenses in the league. Um, whether you like Prescott or not. Um, defensively, you know they did lose the the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jones, right? Yes, uh, right. Yeah.
0: Byron Jones.
1: Byron yeah, Jones. Yeah, they lost them. Yeah, to yeah. Miami, and I made the mistake a, a while ago. Yeah. So that was that's that's gonna be a big loss for them. But uh, otherwise, I think they're a pretty good team. And you know what? They were eight and eight last year, in, in a season that they should have done much better. So the big thing is, what kind of a difference is McCarthy gonna make? I'm gonna say that they gotta get better than eight and eight. You know, um, this is this gotta be a better team. Uh, so I'm gonna say better. Yeah, better. Um, one of those draft,
2: one of those the draft, uh, those uh, NFL drafts that I kind of liked. I love the pick of CD Lamb. Uh, I love the, the <laughs> Trayvon Diggs pick uh, out of Alabama uh, for corner, so they could replace Jones. Um, I, you know, I, I love, I love, I, they, they got a lot of, they got a lot of uh, guys I like and uh, Bradley and I out of Utah that I thought that was a better pass rusher that I should have, I, that fell hard. That fell all the way to 179 um, that I really like that. I thought that had more promise. Um, I think it, you, we know what they bring on offense, man. They have one of the best running backs, one of the best wide receivers and one of the better young quarterbacks uh, on, on, uh and there's wide receivers and, and, and guys that are pretty promising on that offense. And we know what they do on offense, their offensive line. Uh, so they are what they are there. I think I think on defense, up front is where the dif- difference is going to be. I think you're going to see a little bit more pop in what they do um, up front. So I think they're were, they were a little better. Very slight, but they are, in my opinion, a little better. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah and I will say uh, A little bit better as well Um, Definitely a good draft from them Um, Didn't see much from free agency agency, But definitely had a good draft One of the best drafts So last team uh, Charmin the Philadelphia Eagles (laughs) Man Um,
2: I mean uh, Which I mean where do we start Do we start with the glaring question Why Why they pick? Uh, <laughs> Jalen, because <laughs> Jalen, it's right, because that was that was the biggest question. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, fans, a lot of Eagles fans that I heard on, on, especially on social media, going off. You know, because they thought they thought uh, they should have picked uh, the kid, um, the son of our wide receiver, uh, wide right, right receivers coach. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jefferson, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they thought uh, they thought that that they should have picked him instead um but but um but they picked they picked the kid they kid the who they pick uh Dragar, right yeah Jalen right yeah they picked Jalen reggars right and uh they picked him uh I think the the, the Jalen hurts Jalen pick hurts. Is the
0: mm-hmm.
2: is the pick that that that's the that was the one of another pick that that people were questioning. I um, I the thing with Philadelphia is what they did uh, last season. I think I think especially with no talent. I mean, they uh, um, what cast? I I don't think I don't hear enough praise going around for what Carson Wentz was able to do last year, with uh, basically backup to the backup wide receivers. You know, so so if he could perform on the on that level with guys that are uh, subpar NFL um NFL talent. Imagine what he could do with actual NFL talent. Uh, that, To me, that's a question. Uh, so they, to me, in my opinion, um, addressing their wide receiver situation, um, I think they're going to have an issue at guard because their guy, uh, their, their best guard, ended up getting injured. And, and I think he's out for the season, right, Chris? Uh,
1: what's yeah, Brandon name?
2: Brooks. Brooks, right. So um, I think I, I would say they're better just because they're not gonna be. There is no way they're gonna be as injured as they were last year. Uh, that was like, a, that was a fluke. So, so they're definitely gonna be better this year.
1: Yeah, I I think they should be better. I, um, to me, they didn't answer the questions at wide receiver that they should have. Um, you know, they're they're hoping, you know, um, they were trying to trade Jeffrey, but uh, now they're at the point where they're stuck with him. So. Now they're hoping he comes back 100 percent healthy and gets back to being what he was. Um, Deshaun Watson was hurt too. If he could come, I mean Deshaun Jackson, excuse me, Jackson, yeah, right. Uh, and then they're expecting Rager to, to to have a you know a big impact as well. And I'm I'm sure they're going to mix in hurts somewhere. Uh, maybe the way the the Saints use uh, what's his name, uh, they they're gonna they they gotta bring him oh, in. Taysom
0: t- yeah. t- t- Hill.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to use him like that. Um, The offensive line is still very good. Yes, Yes. losing Brooks is huge, but, you know, because he's one of the best guards in the league. Um, But maybe they could bring in Peters, even if Peters is a tackle. Maybe they can move him to guard somehow. Um, You know, Uh, defensively, they got better, I think. Much better up front, much better in the back end, too, with Slay at corner. Um, Their linebacker is still a huge question mark. Who's going to play there? Yep. but uh, like you said, are they going to be that banged up this year? I know it started off already. They're getting banged up. But can they be as banged up as they were last year? You know, hopefully not. You know, they lost Jenkins too, Malcolm Jenkins. That was a huge uh, leadership yes.
2: type of yes, I, 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 Yeah, Yes, I forgot to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I missed so, that one.
1: I, I still think like, – I think like you said, I think you hit it right on in the head. If they stay healthy, you know, are they going to be banged up as much as they were last year? If they stay healthy – yeah, they should be better than the 9-7 and seven they were. So I'm going to say, you know, better.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I will go with neutral just because of the, in, the injuries and maybe in Carson Wentz. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I, 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 I'm just going to let that play along. But for now, I'm going to go with neutral. I'm not even going with better. I'll go with neutral. Uh, that's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, at JustFansPodcast. And, again, we do this for y'all every single week. But until next time, we're out of here. We're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight.